0: Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman. I am mom to Skylar, who is an incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast four years ago was that the content of each episode bring hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, Welcome to My Life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, Welcome to My Life, underscore Lori Hellman, and let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes, could I ask a favor that you please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to Season 4 of Living the Sky Life. This episode is being brought to you by Mia Via Toys, a brand dedicated to creating toys and learning aids for kids with autism, special needs, and other developmental challenges. I have a handful of Mia Via Toys that Skylar truly loves. Our newest addition is Baby Squiggly, the Little Octopus, and also the Domino Wall. They are really amazing products, and I highly encourage you to check them out. You can go to MiaViaToys.com, that's M-E-A-V-I-A-T-O-Y-S.com and use promo code SkyLife15 to receive 15% off your first order. That's S-K-Y-L-I-F-E-1-5. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Living the Sky Life. Today, my episode is a solo episode. It'll be brief. Um, I just wanted to hop on here and talk a little bit about what's been going on in our household uh, the last couple weeks. Um, This past weekend, for those of you that follow me on social media, this won't be news to you. Uh, My daughter graduated from high school which I swear, I say this all the time, but I feel like she was just in kindergarten not that long ago, and I just really can't believe that her traditional schooling is over and she's going to be on her way to college in August. You know, I sat down the other day and um, blogged about it, actually, because for the past, really, most of her life and Skylar's life, but specifically the past four years, I kept thinking to myself, What is this graduation experience going to be like? I feel like I went through little bits of emotion when she started high school and when she started, um, she got her driver's permit and then when she eventually got her license. And the independence just kept coming and coming and she was doing more things, getting her first job, all of that stuff. And I was very emotional during all of those times because in the back of my mind, I I'm so excited for her and all of the things that she's doing, but a little tinge of jealousy, sadness come in because I think of Skylar and how I would have loved for him to do those things. And being that he's her older brother, I would have loved for him to do them first and share with his sister all the experiences and the do's and don'ts for all the things that he went through so he could caution her and um, prepare her a little better for life but because that's not our situation and he is reliant on us for everything and she's navigating the world all on her own aside from advice from us and doesn't have anybody to pave the roads for her i worried that her graduation uh, wouldn't be everything that it could be from an emotional standpoint from me i i worry that maybe i celebrate too much and make Skylar feel bad because we're making such a big deal about Kendall graduating and he didn't have that traditional path of schooling. He won't have a formalized graduation ceremony. He will never have anyone call his name for a diploma. He can walk up on the stage and accept it. None of that stuff will happen for him. And I've worried about it and thought about it, as I said, with each milestone my daughter has experienced. I was just kind of building up and thinking about what graduation day would would feel like and it was quite surprising to me that nothing that I worried about planned for prepared for actually happened it was the exact opposite of what I expected would happen on her graduation I I worried like I said that I would Maybe it would take away from her moment because I would be really sad watching all of the graduates and and wishing that Skylar could have done that as well, but that didn't even creep in. Honestly, I was so caught up in her and I was just beyond proud of her graduating summa cum laude. She was fifth in her class. She got scholarships. She got all of these academic honors. She's starting college with an associate's degree already that she got with dual credits in high school and taking some additional classes over the summer at the local college. I was never that motivated when I was her age. So just she has accomplished so much that I didn't really have room to think about Skylar and to kind of as some parents would say, mourn or grieve that both of my kids didn't have the same high school and eventually college experience. It didn't creep in at all. And in fact, Josh and I sat separately um, because I wanted to sit in the balcony and get really good pictures um, in the gymnasium of Kendall. And Skyler needs to be in his stroller at events like this because he doesn't sit still ever and doesn't sit. So we have to use the stroller, which he he doesn't mind. I think he thinks it's VIP seating anyway for him. So he is completely fine sitting in that uh, instead of a regular chair. But they had a, a kind of a handicap accessible section. So they were down on the gym floor. Uh, and I, I glanced over at them numerous times. And I was texting Josh throughout asking how Skyler was doing. So he was sitting right by the band. <laughs> so I'm like, he's either going to be grabbing some kid's trumpet or he's going to really be into it. Uh, but you know, he was doing great and I kept glancing over at him and when Kendall was getting ready to be called up, Skyler was smiling, he was clapping, he was like ecstatic. And he also took all of the family pictures and, uh, you know, before we took them all before we went to the graduation ceremony to kind of get it done early, he stood there. I posted a couple of the pictures online. He was such a trooper And we did her uh, graduation party the day before her graduation at our house. And he was the most chill guy. He was so patient. He didn't ask really anything of us. He was just relaxed and happy-go-lucky and spending time with um, a couple of his grandparents. And uh, he just really was a dream over the weekend. He, and he has continued to be that way. I'm kind of wondering what's going on with him. <laughs> if it finally has set in that he's 20 and he's emotionally maturing, I'm not sure what's going on, but I, I love it. He um he was just so awesome. And you know part of me thinks maybe he was intentionally trying to ensure that the entire weekend was about his sister. He knew how special and how important it was and that he didn't want to be a major distraction or require a lot of Josh and myself to, you know, take us away from from her and the party guests and just everything being about her huge accomplishment and her event. So uh, one of the things that I think is so cool about Josh's parenting, I will definitely brag on him, um, is that he he just has a way, we, we both talk to Skylar all the time. We tell him what's happening, where we're going, what we're doing, and why, because we know he understands everything that we're saying. But listening to Josh talk to him before we left to attend the ceremony, he was just explaining to Skylar that everyone's journey through life is unique and that we are equally proud of him and the many accomplishments he's achieved over his 20 years of life and really what is yet to come for both of them. Kendall's going to be doing amazing things, but so is Skylar. The, the sky truly is the limit for both of the kids. And we don't ever want him to think we've lost sight that he's not done yet. There's a lot more that he's going to tackle and accomplish just as there is for her. But, you know, one of the things that he said as he was buckling him in the seat that I heard is he just said, you know, Skylar, success is not found by only one path. You don't have to have gone to school in the public school system from kindergarten to 12th grade and then attend college and then have a career and do all of the things exactly the same way your sister did and the same way that a lot of people choose to to go through life and, and grow up. Everybody's path is different. There are plenty of people who don't attend college who have very, very successful lives, careers, and they're happy doing whatever they want to do and whatever they choose and it's no different for him because he attends a different type of a program. It's taking him a little longer to learn some of the skills and some of the independent living um, opportunities that other people his age would already be accomplishing. His path is just different and I have learned so much from him and to respect his timeline and his way of doing things. I mean, because half the time, the things that he accomplishes, even if it's something as, I say simple, but as feeding himself, he even does that a little differently than the way that I would have showed him to do it. It works for him, the way he holds the fork, the way he holds the spoon, the way he holds his cup, whatever it is that he does, he does it in his own way and it works. So I have, it's taken me a long time, but I have just sat back and watched. I've shown him one way and then watched him, you know, model it in his own way and adapt to it and teach himself how to do things. And it's a beautiful thing to witness at his 20-year-old age now of all that he's accomplished. So anyway, I just, I, I wrote about it, like I said, the other day, and I just got on here to tell all of you parents who maybe have kids that are in elementary school or middle school, and if you're bogged down with thoughts of the future, will they do this? Will they do that? What will this experience be like? If you have neurotypical kids in your family who are achieving rites of passage and milestones and going to prom and getting their license and all of that stuff, and you find yourself excited for them but a little sad because that may not be the path for Your uh, neuro, or I'm sorry, uh, neurodiverse child. I'm just here to give you one perspective, and it's that you can't worry about the future. You can't predict how they're going to react and how you're going to react. It's so far down the line. You don't know today if they will or will not achieve those things and at the time that they'll do them. So it's not really worth stressing yourself out and worrying. I just keep thinking about. The precious rental space that <laughs> that those thoughts took over in my mind all of those years when I really shouldn't have been worrying about that. I should have just been focused on the day and enjoying and living for today and crossing those bridges when I get to them. Because I think it it gives me, it gave me a lot of undue stress and and concern and a lot of presumptions that didn't end up being true. So I'm not one for advice, but if I can give any advice, it's just enjoy and love each of your kids exactly how they are today and don't worry about what they will or will not accomplish or how you will or will not behave or feel uh, about your other kids and, and the things that they're accomplishing. And also friends. If you, if you only have a neurodiverse child and you, it's an only ch- your child is an only child and doesn't have siblings it's okay to have those feelings when you see people post on Facebook about their child's graduation or anything else that's going on in their lives. I've definitely had those moments of jealousy and um, envy. And it's just something that it's okay and it's normal to feel, but you got to move on from that because that is, that is just not a place to stay. It's just not a good, healthy place to sit in um, for your own well-being and your child's well-being. So that's my little soapbox, if you call it that. I just want everyone to, to truly see the beauty in, in each of our kids. And sometimes it's really hard and it's frustrating to wait and wait and wait for them to get to where you really want them to be. You just have to relinquish control and meet them where they are. That is the, the easiest road to travel. Um, as I said in the beginning, I um, I am. I think I said in the beginning. I don't even know anymore. I am. This will be my last episode for season four. I'm gonna take the summer off, um, the rest of June, July, and August, to spend time with Kendall before she heads off to Purdue. Um, I just want to soak up as much time as I can with her and her brother. As a family of four, I just want to make sure we can do everything we can because. I know from going away to college the, the last thing I really wanted to do was come home a lot and visit so while I have her kind of captive still I want to spend time with her um, but I do have an ask of, of all of you listeners and um, if it's not you then maybe you can pass on my request to friends or people that you know that might um, be appropriate for the topics that I want to start in season five so I'd like to do a couple uh, I like to cover cover a couple topics as some series, hopefully two or three episodes or more in the series. So the topics I want to talk about that I get asked a lot of times um, through email and through Facebook Messenger, one in particular is about relationships and how we maintain relationships when we are parenting neurodiverse children whether it's marital issues, maybe you've gone through a divorce like I did um, and were a single parent, uh, maybe you're just really struggling to communicate in your marriage. And um, it's not I'm not blaming a neurodiverse child for all of these things, but it definitely adds a huge level of stress and financial stress, mental stress, all of those things when you when you add all the additional, needs of our kids into a relationship. So, um, I'd like to talk to people who want to be open and discuss, uh, like I said, marital issues or also, uh, isolation maybe from friends or close family. I feel that with every fiber of my being, when it comes to my own family, we, we just really don't hear from people or see people very often. And, um, this graduation weekend was, was pretty telling for me with some of my family members Um, and it's really hard it's really hard to balance that and also not getting invited to things you know really anymore because we turned down invitations for so long and now that we're actually in a really good place with Skylar and he's he's great when we take him places the invitations have stopped coming so if you've been through something like that or you're currently going through it and lastly, if you are divorced and maybe you're a single parent or, or just a single parent and aren't divorced, I'd love to talk to you about what it's like of trying to find a partner if you're even dating or, or what that whole search is like because I can relate to that as well. I went through that myself. So um, that's one of the topics I like to cover is relationships on any, in any form or fashion. Also, I'd like to do a series on travel experiences with a neurodiverse child. I know some of my other friends who have podcasts have covered that topic recently, and I want to dive into it a little more too. Um, It can be with small children. It can be with adults. A lot of families I know haven't traveled with their um, special needs child at all. And and now that they're adults, uh, that's kind of coming up that they're going to have to do some traveling with them. And um, that'd be interesting, I think, to talk to families who have never traveled with their child as a child, and now they need to in their adult years. Um, so if you've planned, if you have tips and tricks for planning a trip, maybe you've had a nightmare travel adventure with your kids, and you can maybe laugh about it now and and feel comfortable to talk about it. Or also, if you've had really positive experiences and you didn't think that was even possible, if you want to share those, I'm always one for positive stories as well as challenging stories. So um, if you have anything travel-related that you want to talk about and you can share with the audience, that would be great. And then the third series that I kind of want to talk about, which is a huge hot button for me, and and I referenced it a lot this season, is the Aging Out Process and Adult Services. If you are a parent of a young adult who um, has aged out, turned 21, 22, I would love to hear your experience of finding resources and programming and what navigating that was like. If you found anything, if you're still searching um, and just what that entire experience was, because I get asked that a ton with Skylar being 20 and we're creeping up on that same same um, aging out period. I have been researching like crazy, trying to find places for him to be in day programs or Um, uh, an assisted living facility or a group home or any option available to us, not to mention funding. So I'd love to hear from parents who are either in the midst of going through it or have found some successes and maybe some suggestions or tips you could share with parents that they can make note of for future planning. So anything having to do with adult services or aging out or anything at all, I know I personally would love to talk to you. And, um, and you can have been a guest on before I, I I don't discriminate. I'd love to have people back on for multiple, um, guest appearances. If you have more that we didn't cover that you want to talk about. So if you are interested or know somebody that you think might be a great guest to cover any of those topics, please, um, either visit my website. There's a tab on my website for podcasts, the little form to fill out. If you're interested in being a guest, just telling me a little bit more about you Or you can just email me um, at laurie, sorry, it's laurie at lauriehellman.com. And my website is lauriehellman.com. And it's, uh, for those of you that don't know, my name gets misspelled all the time. So it's L-A-U-R-I-E, last name is H-E-L-L-M-A-N-N. So it's lauriehellman.com or laurie at lauriehellman.com. And I'll put it in the show notes. So anyway, I hope you all have a fantastic summer. And I am excited to come back with season five this fall and touch on all of these topics. So enjoy your summer. Thank you so much for being listeners. I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life and will tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.